Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to our podcast, Two Women Who Aren't Experts in Anything. We really appreciate you listening. I'm sure you're wondering how these non-experts decided to make a podcast or how they even did. Well, we'll tell you our secret. It's through Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. Anchor is completely free to use, and there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. It's so easy, even these non-experts can do it. Exactly. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome back, everyone. If you're new here, welcome. If you're not new here, thanks for tuning in again. We still don't know who you people are, but we're glad that you're back to our who podcast. Who are you people? <laughs> for real, who are you? <laughs> but welcome back to our podcast called, what's the name of our podcast? Uh, the name of the podcast is Two Women Who Aren't Experts in Anything, and we mean nothing. Nothing. Zilch. Zip. Nothing. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. And we are still sponsored by our wonderful sponsor, Anchor. Thank you, Anchor, for sponsoring us. And Thanks, we- Anchor. Love you. Love you. Love you, too. Love you back. Hugs and kisses. Forehead kiss. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but uh we need money (laughs) the train wreck say your bit about the celebrity guest (laughs) okay then geez um yeah so we have our sponsor but we still have no money so send us an email at two women who aren't experts at gmail.com we can send you our Venmo information. You can send us money so we can get guests on here that you're probably interested in listening to, like the wonderful Dr. Fauci. <laughs> He's going to save us all from COVID. But tonight we have a repeat guest, Rachel. You guys know Rachel from episode two, Horrible Bosses. She is joining us again. So thank you very much, Rachel. Thanks. I have a microphone. I am now an official podcaster. I'm still crying out of my one eye. Oh no, it's awful. Uh, I, think, I think that's a sign of COVID. I think she's just so so emotional and happy to be back that she's just crying out in the one eye, not both. I really am. You know, I'm so proud of y'all's growth and progression. I never would have Dude, thought that there would be a podcast where those we people- have come. We have come a long way since episode two. We really we have. have three. We have three Twitter followers, and we're so grateful for all three of them. Now we just need merch. Everybody, you can buy, like, personalized bowling t-shirts with great graphic prints on them. Maybe you can make, like, a little crop top out of it, a crop top bowling We're going to have two women who aren't experts in anything condoms dropping pretty soon. Yeah, especially because we're not experts in keeping uh men for most of the part um to stay protected for the ones that we we at least know you gotta wrap it 
a throwaway. Just wrap it before you tap it. We know we that. Have like a whole we at least know line. that much. Wrap it before you tap it. That is our slogan for our condoms coming soon. <laughs> Next will be the line of vibrators. Oh, you know it. That's right. But yes. instead of that, just for tonight, we'll bring you some wonderful content on the topic of awful dates and then also, as an extension, awful hookups. We're going to talk about sex, people. This is what you've been waiting for. <laughs> Not that we haven't talked about it before in almost like every episode. Sex. <laughs> All right. I'm in my fourth glass of sangria, so let's get into it. Lie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hannah, All right. start us off. Okay, so I don't have a whole lot of awful date stories, but I do have one horrible hookup story. Though so I hooked up with this guy, and by hookup, I mean, like, we hooked up once, and then we, it's not like I never saw him again. It was, like, a year-long thing, you know? It was, like, a long-term booty call, <laughs> basically, um, but I was at his apartment one day and like the middle of the day and we were in the middle of the act, <laughs> the act. And, yeah. and he got a knock at his door like we were at his apartment alone and he got a knock on his door and two girls showed up like unannounced at his apartment and he he got out of bed and like put pants on and ran out and to like see who it was and then he ran back into his room and I was there just you know like laying on the bed like butt ass naked (laughs) and he got me up like he took me by the hands and like shoved me into his closet and shut the door and he was like stay here he was like don't make a sound until they leave and I was like I am not gonna do this so what did I do? I put my clothes on and I walked out the door <laughs> and I never saw him again. <laughs> did the did girls you ever know about the girls? No, he didn't know that they were going to be there. I had no idea who they were. But like when you walked out, did they say anything to you? Did they acknowledge you? Like anything? They said, hey, they were like, hey, I was like, you know, just kind of like waved or like nodded my head, and then I just walked out the door. That's casual. That's honestly some awesome girl power right there. Well, I'm not gonna sit in the closet and hide. Like, do you know how demean? Like that was like so demeaning, kind of. Like it was like I was just like, oh my god, like how did I get here? You know. That was your um, was it not even post nut clarity? Yeah. <laughs> right. No. Still well, pretty I mean, confusion. This guy never this guy never made me nut anyways, but <laughs> <laughs> most of Still them the don't. Tea. <laughs> Still the tea. I mean, really, you know, it's like these boys they want you to like come over all the time. They never want like what's in it for you? What's in it for me? You know? Nothing. <laughs> I mean after like a year. Minutes. It yeah, for real though. Yeah, it's like okay, ten minutes. Um you know, I have to shave my whole entire body and try to look nice. And then I go to your house for 10 minutes and then don't get anything in return. Like, come on. Okay. And then I get shoved into a closet. Oh, geez. I do want to ask a side note question. Have you ever had mm-hmm. an orgasm? Well, yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't know, because apparently these boys I've, aren't doing it. 
Well, I've only I only have from like actual like sex like once or twice. Like I'm like one of those. <laughs> well, a lot of people like can't from the just from penetration. You have to have yeah. like other bullshit too. Yeah, I think it's I'm like twenty percent or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Hey man, yeah, if you're in, if you're in the twenty percent, if you're in that twenty percent, you are lucky. Consider yourself lucky. Hey man, we just need magic wand vibrators just mm-hmm. on our clits twenty four seven. Well, I've also just like I've never really met a guy who knew what they were doing, you know. And it's like, you know, like you read all these articles and they're like, oh, you know, communication is the key. You have to like tell them what you want. That does okay. That shit does not work. Like you tell them what you want, and they do it for like half a second. (laughs) Exactly. Or they like think they're 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 doing it, and you're like, no, 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 stop. No. Yeah, and it's like if I have to like keep telling them, like I'm just not in the mood anymore. Right. (laughs) Right. I don't know. Sometimes it just kind of takes like getting to know somebody in somebody's body, and just kind of you know getting in that motion and getting all sexy and shit like that and then you know mm. fucking around with your body and learning about what you like like this is what makes my pussy cry this is what i'm going to continue to do she will weep his penis <laughs> will weep well i've never really been i've never really been with someone that i really felt that connection with you know that i really just mm-hmm. like was super passionate about so I get I think that has something to do with it because right I don't know I'm just I'm one of those people that just if a guy is nice to me and they show interest in me I'm just like okay like I'll I don't really like them but I'll see how it goes and then I end up being with them for like fucking two years (laughs) (laughs) the story of my first relationship because hetero men are gross (laughs) (laughs) but no i get it like i never really felt like and i had sex with like a lot of people like probably like i've had like different like 40 different over 40 different sexual partners and i mean it wasn't until like the partner that i have now where i was just like yo sex orgasms ooh, ooh, yeah right the first time we had sex i had my first orgasm it was magical i was like what did you do yeah (laughs) like, like I was literally thought I was like broken. I was like, what happened? And he's like, I don't know. What did happen? And I'm like, a thing. And he's like, oh, that thing. I'm like, what do you know? What do you I don't know. What do you mean? What do you mean? Yeah, yeah like, the like only how'd time... you do that? Keep doing it. Do it again. The only, the only time it's ever happened to me, I was just like, whoa, like, this is what it's like. Like, and then it just never happened again. <laughs> Do you remember the first orgasm that you ever had, even if it was just like by by yourself? No. Really, Angie? No. I'm. I'll admit something. I've never had one. I am buying you a really? magic wand. What is your address? I'm sending you a magic wand for Christmas. <laughs> I'll, I'll I need a mirror that, like, and I, a bullet. Okay. A mirror um, and a vibrator. <laughs> This is what I want for Christmas. <laughs> we okay. I'll, I'll also admit something. Like I think a lot of it was also in my head because I have come to the realization that mm. I think I am asexual, and that is oh. I think part of it. I we, I've talked to Claire and Hannah about this, and so this might be the first thing mm. you're hearing about it, Rachel. But I genuinely this think is. that based on my past experiences and just like even watching people, you know, like in TV shows and movies when they mm-hmm. have sex and whatnot. 
I don't ever feel turned on. Like, and I don't know what turns me on. I, I mm. have no like physical um, reaction to it. So I genuinely, genuinely think I am a identif- like am asexual in that regard. Oh wow! Mm. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm so glad that you're like figuring that out and like learning like kind of what you like. And you know, not everybody has to like the same things, or you know, not even everybody even has to like like something that like turns them on. Like maybe like your way of like sexual joy is just having a really meaningful conversation or just like physical touch or maybe it's none of that maybe you're just trying to figure that out but I think that's like really awesome like just trying mm-hmm. to figure out what you like and what makes you happy you know it's just it takes time yeah yeah it's and a lot of thinking about it and like it wasn't just so oh, oh this is what but I am do you feel like do you feel horny or is it just kind of like meh no I really like genuinely I'm not wow. yesing like I would have so much more free time. Like, I think I spend <laughs> at least three hours a week masturbating. Like, I have, my libido is way higher than my partner's. And I mean, right, as like, he's like a hetero man. And I just feel like, I'm like, horny. And I'm just like, just constantly just like thinking about sex. And I mean, it's just, it's awful. And I've always been like this. Like, I was a very hypersexual, I mean, I think I lost my virginity at like, 13 or 14 I was very young a little too young and I've just always felt like just so hypersexual and it's so I mean right I've never met anybody who's been asexual before but it's just I think that just sounds I'm just I don't know I I don't even know if I really know what it is either I've seen like different people explain it and like I've looked up definitions of it and a lot of it is um you just don't like it's not like you can't have real from what I've read and everything, when I've seen people talk about it, it's not really that you can't have romantic relationships or whatnot and fall mm. in love. It's more so you can still fall in love and like, or have a romantic relationship. You just do not have any sexual desire uh-huh. to like have sex. It's just, you don't have that urge mm. or anything like that. So, mm. or like you don't feel horny in that way. So I genuinely do you like think don't think do I you do. think that do you think that if you meet the right person one day it would change or do you think that it will stay like that? Possibly. Or do you just not know? Possibly. I mean sexuality is fluid, so mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's possible it could change. I really don't know. It's just I guess it's hard to explain. I really don't even know it for myself, but based off of like what I've read and what I've heard people talk about, it makes the most sense. And I guess if I had to put a label on it, that's really what I think and what mm-hmm. I can like think about myself in a way. But the beauty so- of things is that you don't have to put a label on it. You can just kind of feel and exist in however you want. Mm-hmm. I hate this idea of like coming out, you know, like I hate that like it has to be a big deal to like come out, you know, it's, it's like, it shouldn't matter to anyone, you know, it shouldn't be a big deal. I mean, like, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but yeah, it's like, you don't have to put a label on anything and you don't have to like 
you don't have to announce yourself right. if you don't want to like right. like you don't have to like separate yourself as like something that's like so drastically different because you have like a more fluid sexual preference i feel that yeah. way too like when i guess i kind of like came out right i'm like queer whatever whatever you want to call me i fuck if you breathe and consent you know <laughs> i'm not into that rapey shit and i'm not into that dead people shit or that animal shit that shit's weird but furries are different but animals are weird that is disclaimer. illegal <laughs> disclaimer but i mean right i didn't really like do any sort of coming out because right i didn't really want to like separate myself because it's not like i'm just kind of like mean i'm not like i don't know it's mm-hmm. weird i didn't want to like almost like marginalize myself i was just kind of like hey there's this bitch i'm fucking i'm bringing her home and my parents are like um what <laughs> they're like um okay yeah that's nice i think it helps me mm-hmm. personally understand it better mm-hmm. in that sense yeah but yeah i definitely i mean if i met the right person it could possibly change it really could i don't know mm-hmm. i'm just kind of out here <laughs> we're just out here vibing like jellyfish in the celestial kingdom of a pandemic yep mm-hmm. we're just it lobbing around with here. no brain just drinking wine being stoned just chilling Dude, I'm like the so I'm always the sober one. Every podcast, <laughs> I need to, we need to have the I duality. Step it up. <laughs> I know I need to step it up. Honestly, oh, Charles, right? Follow, Angie's like in follow her sixth glass of wine. <laughs> Send us a Twitter DM if you want me to get as obliterated as I was during that party in episode five. Yo, we'll just I'll just send you some UV blue in the mail and like a four loco. <laughs> he gets it. <laughs> yeah everyone knows everyone knows yes <laughs> everyone knows about that uv, UV blue, blue turns hannah into a crazy strat girl yeah hair starts oh getting flipped God. once the flash people <laughs> oh my fuck titties want to come out yo hair she needs to get flipped. on a table titties out uv <laughs> blue dude <laughs> magical i always had a guy he always tried to fuck girls by giving them uv blue and he'd be like i got you the uv blue and like their panties would just fly off it works <laughs> that shit works i mean i don't know what's in that stuff i don't know what they put in there it's Wait, so it. weird it's i'm not sure it kind of tastes like like cotton candy but it's like i think it's supposed to be citrus and i'm like what the fuck it's are like, you what are you trying just, to be it's alcoholic diabetes is what, what is it is it? it's so sugary i dated this one guy one time who literally i talked to him for like three months and he would text me like one word res- like one word replies like yeah haha lol okay like that's all he would send me and i talked to him for three months <laughs> why you why i don't know <laughs> oh, because man. i was like i was just I mean, he wasn't the only guy I was talking to, but like oh. I entertained him for three months. Well, entertained, I mean, you know, you're him. single. You know, when you're single, that's okay. Yeah. I don't do that. Oh hell yeah, I'm not judging. Like, I just like to shit on you about this. Yeah. this fun. You gotta build a roster. I know. Yeah, exactly. You gotta build people a whole football rotation. team here. Absolutely, you gotta have second backups. and third string. Yep, in case your first string gets injured. <laughs> Casey gets deported. Casey goes to the military. Well, we're not. Casey, oh God! Don't Casey even gets married. Military guys, don't at me. Military, military guys, they want to get married ASAP. 
Yo, this one military man that I was dating before my current partner, I mean, he literally was like, I'm about to get deployed. You want to get married because I want to have some Republican babies. And I said, (laughs) fuck you, motherfucker. Yes, you met him because he was literally the biggest cum dumpster. Yeah. Was he he only Puerto Rico? No, that was the guy who got deported, (laughs) but lied about getting deported. Because he didn't want to fuck me anymore. And I'm like, you could have just said, I don't want to fuck your stinky pussy anymore. But instead, he's have to said, say... He could have said, I want to be a priest. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. And then I saw him a year later. And he's like, what are you doing here? I'm like, what are you doing here? I thought Daddy Donald deported your ass. And then you know what I did? I sucked his dick in the bathroom. That's how that went. That's how Rachel has power. <laughs> the answer is Rachel doesn't have power. <laughs> I think everyone, yeah. shout out to anybody who went to Virginia Tech. If anybody ever gave a blowjob in the sycamore slash cow on the building bathroom at Salsonite, you didn't really go to Virginia Tech. Nope. <laughs> There are so many semen ba- babies yeah, on those walls. <laughs> Man, nope. I I need I need to step it up. I'm there for a year. I have only a year left to do that. <laughs> Got it. I believe in you. Put it on the bucket list. We'll count other foreplay as well. We'll count a finger okay, up the butt. Guys. We'll count a vagina. We'll count any. We'll even count heavy petting. It just has to be in the bathroom. Okay. All right, guys. Tune in. Maybe. In a couple episodes, we'll have fulfilled this this destiny. We'll see yep. if Hannah gets finger banged in a dive bar bathroom. Yep. Honestly, what more could you want? <laughs> you can get much. finger banged in a gate. Not club. much else. That's fun. Oh no! All right. Oh no! So, all of the worst dates. I don't have really any much hookup stories. We're not even going to get into that. Um, the date stories i had all the worst dates like worst worst dates i've had have always been double dates i don't know why i ever think it's going to turn out okay or turn out good and one of them does involve rachel which i'll get to but this first one started um there's first one so like technically there are two in high school that i went on and i went with my friend i've talked about her before we'll call her sarah for this one so sarah found this guy was it sophomore or freshman year it was sophomore year and from another school and she's like i'm going on with this date with this guy will you come with me i don't want to be like alone with him and like he'll bring his friend i'm like being a good friend i'm like okay yeah i'll go i don't care why not maybe his friend is kind of cute or something hopeful don't know why i thought that because it wasn't true but what we ended up doing is we went to the, we met them at the movies, you know, how, you know, like I think either her parents or someone dropped us off because we couldn't drive. So we met them there, went to the movies and we're standing, we get like tickets, we get like, um, I think they paid for the tickets and then we paid for like the snacks. We go in the theater, guy doesn't even sit next to me. He oh. is, so it's like four of us. It's me, my friend, Sarah the guy that she's supposed to be with sitting next to her and then his guy friend on the other side of him and i'm like 
mm, this seems wrong. Come to find out that later on after that date, because it just, I was like, you know, what? I'm just gonna have a mo- watch the movie, have a good time myself, and you know what? Fuck that guy. But mm. come to find out later that he was actually also interested in my friend. So she had both guys there that was actually interested in her, which I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Um, I don't know these people. I've never seen them before in my life. And I don't know why I thought this would be a good idea. But you know what? I was like, why not? <laughs> be adventurous. Don't be adventurous. Mm. It's a mistake. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so that happened. So that didn't leave a good taste in my mouth, I guess, like double date wise. Because even when we were like standing in line, you know, to get stuff or like just chilling before or after the movie for, before we got and picked up was like he wouldn't even acknowledge me or like not even acknowledge just I would say something and he would just like maybe give like a one word answer and like nod his head but then go straight back staring at my friend and like they Mm. go back into what she was talking about so I was like okay I don't care that much doesn't bother me I just came to be a good friend so that sucked but I went on another double date with the same friend sarah talked me into it this is senior year so we could actually drive ourselves thank god and we her date was the same guy actually that was in the first double date we'll call him ricky so sarah so ricky was on the first double date don't give me that face rachel i'm getting flashbacks (laughs) um uh so like sarah and ricky were on the first double date and that was what like they were supposed to be on together and then me and the other guy so then her sarah and ricky were on this date and then ricky's other friend so we're about like 18 17 at this point seniors in high school was like my friend has seen pictures of you meeting me and was like really wants you to come and whatnot so i was like okay well at least he really knows what i look like or something like this maybe it'll be different and what so i dressed cute i dressed in like a little like abercrombie dress or whatever and you know i was being cute and whatnot being fashion and whatnot go we go to um ricky's house this boy got a nice ass house i was like shit um so and whatnot so then I meet his Ricky's friend, and he was actually really nice, but I guess he was maybe really shy, and like I was kind of shy because I was like, I don't know who the fuck this person is, but I'm doing it because why the hell not? We go to, we drive Ricky's truck to Buffalo Wild Wings, and at least this guy in the booth sits next to me. At least there's that. <laughs> um, Step up. <laughs> yeah. Like, to consider that a step up is pretty sad from the first one yeah like that guy wasn't even doing the bare minimum yeah like the movie guy <laughs> he's pretend to pay attention a little bit but i don't even care so we go to buffalo wild wings have um like lunch there and we go back to ricky's house and we're just kind of like awkwardly chilling there like he's like a ping pong table down the basement and whatnot and we're just like awkwardly kind of like milling around this guy's house his ricky's friend we'll call him we'll call him dave dave didn't really from what i can remember talk all that much to me and i mean i probably try to talk some to him but you know like 
after a while you get tired of carrying the conversation and you're just like I don't care anymore Mm. and I just remember that since I drove myself to the house where we were all meeting and my friend Sarah like was already there I drove myself back home like Dave I don't know I just remember it being very awkward he didn't I don't think he said anything like really interesting I guess I just got bored (laughs) which is very common for me to happen is I just get bored with people very quickly Mm -hmm. or just in general yes so that and I just remember being like this is just not it like we didn't kiss we didn't even I I don't even know if we hugged something like that it's just it was not good and I've never talked to that guy or seen that guy to this day ever again not really a loss but it was just uh I don't know I don't know why I just keep getting whenever I get my friends like oh I'll match you up with someone it never works out it never goes well it just does it and it's fine but it just does it (laughs) (laughs) but I'll tell you guys about um so Rachel and I freshman year she texted me saying hey do you want to go on a double date with me and this guy I'm like talking to or whatever and he has a friend and like we'll go salsa dancing at this one bar downtown let me preface this by saying that this was literally three hours before the date and I'm like I'm scared of dating I don't want to be alone with this man because I think he's in love with me and I am like go away I'm using you for for narcotics and weed (laughs) and I'm like Angie I need you be a G and I was. She was. <laughs> and that's when I knew she was the one for me. <laughs> and that's when they knew their friendship blossomed into something better. Yay. <laughs> and it's lasted till this day. <laughs> yes, all these millenniums later. And then I inserted myself into your all's friendship. <laughs> yes. A year later. We talk about this so much. Yes. <laughs> We I just you. wormed I just wormed my way into making you guys like me. Yes. It helped that you eavesdropped on my conversations for like an entire year and then one day you actually said something and I was like, Can everybody hear me? And Angie's like, Yes, because you're so fucking loud. I would tell her that constantly, but can you talk quieter? But then I'm like, I don't fucking care. And I'm like, I'll come in like half drunk to class and I'm like, No, never guess what happened. I'm in a 48 hours. My friend got gangbanged by a bunch of Venezuelans. I did naked Jenga on top of a trapeze. <laughs> I fucked a guy upstairs that went downstairs and slept in a garage. And I'm here. Yeah. I'm here at class, motherfucker. She's wearing yeah, like, it the was- same clothes two days in a row. <laughs> Angie's like, didn't you wear that to class yesterday? I'm like, you goddamn right, I did. Shit was cute. Dude, it was like... It was like every, literally every class, and I would just sit there and listen. And I'm just like, oh, like I have to be friends with these with these two people sitting in front of me. And then I would just start staying after class with you guys. I would be like, oh, like I'm just gonna do work in here, like until my next class. But really, I was trying to insert myself. <laughs> yes. Because every day Rachel would come in and be like, it'd be like a saga of you'll never guess what happened to me last night. Every single day. <laughs> every day we had this class twice a week 
I thought that you were making this shit up. I was like, there is no way that this stuff happens to a single person every single day. We can make a separate podcast about, it'll be called, you'll never guess what happened last night. We thought about having a segment like in the middle of the week, like a a short little like 20 minute segment where you (laughs) don't tempt a bitch. I will, I will start doing some, some microdosing and I will really open my brain cavities because I mean, there's a lot to unpack. <laughs> but oh well, we got a lot of time. Yes. <laughs> we do. We need a lot. We got a lot of time and a lot of content to cover. No, I'm ready. Yeah. But yes, continue with that great, terrible double date that I set you up with. Yeah. So yeah, it really was like the same day. And I was like, ah, I'm not doing anything. Freshman, you know, you're a uh, fashion major. It's not like I had a whole bunch going on per se. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So we go on this date. I remember... Um, I think I met with you at your dorm, and then yes. we both walked over to this guy's place. In the dark, in the woods. <laughs> in literally, yes, it was literally in the dark in the woods, and there was like a fence. I remember we had to try and get around, and you're like, do we need to climb this fence? I'm like, bitch, I am not built to climb that fence. It was like a six-foot chain link fence. And he's like, like, this is not Ninja Warrior. I'm like, I'm not built for that. And I was in like better shape than I am now then, so I'm like. all that table tennis we played. <laughs> Angie and I literally would go to the gym and be like, we're going to work out. Then we just end up playing table tennis. And Wait, just... I thought it was pool. Was it? I think it was oh pool. Oh my God, it was pool. What do you and play just... ten- table tennis? That would have been more impressive. True. It was I mean, pool. I'm sure you're burning a small amount of calories. You remember when we were trying to play basketball? Play basketball? <laughs> Dude, and we'd play with like the basketball players. He'd be like, hey, we'll get this side of the court. You get this side if you need me. We need like a free throw. Someone twists an ankle. We're fucking here. Will we make up? Will we make? We may be short, but we have some quick feet. Some, you know, some hard ankles and ability to jab and you know flick a couple dicks. Really make some cheap throws there. I'll cut a motherfucker. We were so bad. We're so bad, dude. I remember I like hit somebody one day at the basketball up on the running track, and we had to leave. Yeah, I think I like one of us punted it up on the track. I punted it like a fucking soccer ball, and I'm like, oh, I have no dexterity. This bitch yeeted, hit a runner, and then I'm like, we gotta go. We can sprinted out of there here. so fast. We can never come back here ever again. Oh my god, we did I, it I, I don't think we did it after that. No, we stopped playing basketball. <laughs> yeah. We did. We're like, this is the end. <laughs> Dude, that sounds like fun. I was so lame freshman year. I wish I'd known you guys. We would play at like 10 o'clock at 10.30 at night right before the gym would close, too. It was great. Yeah. Uh, That's the best time to go. It really is, because no one else Mm -hmm. was there, so no one could see our stupidity, even though there was still still Mm -hmm. a few people that could see it, and obviously we annoyed the hell out of them, but I don't care. Yes. Who cares? 100%. But yes, we got lost in the woods, called called the guy i was going on a date with we'll yes call him cinnamon we, yes we call him cinnamon and why do we call him cinnamon because he made me cinnamon rolls oh yeah he stayed the night i stayed the night with him i met him at a frat party and i'm like ooh, you're skinny you're cute <laughs> i want to suck your skinny. dick <laughs> i'm like you're a skinny little twiggy white boy and then he had like a 12 inch dick and i was like oh my <laughs> And oh he made me cinnamon rolls the next day, and How did you I was have to like go to the hospital the next day. It was wacky. It was it was wacky. I'll talk about our first date and like that whole debacle. But 
we'll let Angie talk about it. So this was Cinnamon's best friend. Like, yeah, that's why we call him Cinnamon, and to this day we will. But yeah, so, the best, so apparently the best friend. What I was told was he was on the in band, and he was the tuba player. <laughs> <laughs> So we called him Tuba. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for the life of me. That is it. Yes, God. yes, yes, yes. Okay. Because I said, I fuck, he's so much hotter than Cinnamon. It hates yeah, me. my date. Okay, it was weird. Your so, date was so fucking hot. I was like, I'm literally dating like this like guy. He looks like Mark Zuckerberg with like like a like a donkey cock. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> and she's dating like a like a baby Mark Wahlberg that yeah. plays the tuba. <laughs> It's from like South America. I'm like, this is unfair. Yeah. Okay. And like, I remember first meeting him because he like we got there and we were cinnamon and we were like on the couch like doing some drinking and whatnot. And then I think playing like Jenga. I think we were playing yeah. like Jenga on the table. And then he cinnamon was obsessed with Jenga. Yeah. And then we'll call my date's name um Chris. We'll call him Chris. Chris. And so Chris walks in after we get there and was like, oh hey, and introduced him. Like we introduced you know. And whatnot. So eventually, we walk to salsa, and it was a farther hike than I remember now that I think about actual location. But at the time, we were talking, and I didn't realize how far we were walking. I didn't really really know where we were going. I was just following people. That was probably really stupid of me, but it happened. (laughs) I'm still here today. Yay! But I remember Chris. Yeah, he was actually really nice. He was actually really cute, and um, which was a change for me. And I was like oh my god is this is this gonna turn out good (laughs) (laughs) and so we get to salsa and like the like we're not even in there five minutes and i don't know the rules of salsa and forever i can't forget this because i don't i didn't realize that when you go to places like this where there's actual dancing and stuff like you're not really supposed Mm -hmm. to say no when someone asks you to dance and some guy random guy no clue came up to me and was like, do you want to dance? And I was like, uh, uh, I, I, I'm with, like, and it pointed to Chris. I was like, I'm with him, sorry. And he was like, oh, okay, and then walked away. Rachel turns to me and goes, bitch, you're supposed to say yes. That's what you do at these places. Like, I didn't fucking know. Yes. I don't know anything. How come How come you're supposed to say yes? It's just because it's, like, a free dance. So I did. I do, like, a lot of partner dancing. It's just kind of like an open dance circle. I mean, right, you don't have to – you just don't, like, dance with the person you come with. You just kind of, like – branch out and try different things and you learn different things i mean the only time i ever say no is if they have a boner or they smell bad <laughs> at those which i mean salsa i mean there's definitely been like a few times that's also where i'm like this is uncomfortable because your dick is just like in my butt <laughs> well so that happened we get there and so me and chris were dancing i again cannot iterate this enough i do not dance I've said this before. My extent of actual dancing is the chicken dance. But what that, you got? You danced up on stage at Todd because I was hammered out of my mind. I was so <laughs> hammered. That's the only time, and my confidence was through the roof. Uh, or when Caribbean Queen comes on. I mean, you were you were dropping some shit. That yeah, but that's also our song. That is our song. It really is. Oh. <sighs> okay um (laughs) out of that fantasy um so chris and i dance and that's fine and then i think next us you know rachel and cinnamon are dancing and then eventually we go and take a break 
and um whatnot and then like eventually I think I danced with some other people I don't remember I think Chris did dance with some other people too just because again like once I learned that that was the thing that you did Mm -hmm. that's what I did and it was fun and you know like Rachel and I danced together and she was so much better at it than I am she was like spinning me around I'm like oh my god I'm in a fairy tale my date we I in my date got really fucked up we got crossed we were we got triple we got we became a DNA helix of drugs and alcohol and i mean i was i was fine i was in my element i'm like i'm shakira i'm cute i, I remember we left early because cinnamon was so fucked up I don't and i feel like 11 when we left we it got there at like 10 and 11 yeah. the bouncer was like he's gotta go so he was doing like that like like a seven step and he was like taking like a up like a whole circle yeah just him like moving around and then he was like spinning just like <laughs> like just spinning and i'm just like i'm like horrified i mean i'm like fucked but he was like up. rachel came and found uh like chris and i was like we gotta go and then like i think chris knew understand more than i did was like yeah we gotta go yes and so we left and again yeah it wasn't even that late we left so rachel and i remember cinnamon were walking in front of us you know arms around each other whatnot and so me being awkward me i didn't know like i had just met chris like i don't know this guy and but then it was colder that night so he was je- very genuinely and gave me his jacket to wear over my shoulders and then he like Aww. put his arm yeah right um affection what is that uh, like what is, is that? we don't know her i don't know that <laughs> um, and he put his arm around me so then i like mimicked with rachel what i saw what rachel and cinnamon were doing in front of me so i was like then i put my arm around his waist and i was like i guess this is what you do i don't know i don't have no experience I don't know. <laughs> um internally freaking out so then we get back to uh cinnamon's apartment so ridiculous i'm getting flashbacks i know we're sitting on this couch <laughs> and so it's like cinnamon rachel then me and then chris at one point, we were, like, just start putting on TV so, like, Cinnamon could come down from his fucked upness, basically. And he, like, semi-did, but also semi-didn't, from what I can remember. Uh, yeah. No, but I also yeah. wasn't paying that much attention because it was so awkward because <laughs> out of the corner of my peripheral vision, I can see Rachel <laughs> on top of him. Just, just they're just going at it. <laughs> Right next to me. <laughs> I mean, <Yeah>. girl. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, there was no like dick sucking, but I mean, no, we like, were, like you were. It was everything but that. We were we were doing some dry humping. I think I gave him a handy outside the pants. Even. Yeah. I did, and I like I kept like I think I just it kept was just my the, hand. It was, it was the, the pillow. In- I had a pillow over it, and you're like Rachel. Are you giving him? Are you literally giving me my hand job and I'm right next to you and I'm like, you want a blanket? I'll cover myself up with a blanket. And you're like, I'm just trying to watch South Park. I'm like, go ahead, go ahead, girl. Because she was like, kind of like nudging me to be like, do something with Chris, you know, like kiss him or something. And I'm just sitting here with my hands clasped in my lap with Chris sitting next to me. And Rachel's trying to, trying to have an dude. orgy. <laughs> That's how Rachel started her first. I'll tell you a funny orgy story after this if you want. Oh, of course I want to know because 
I think uh, you, yes, of course. It's not, it can't, it's not even a can't question. Say something like that. And I'll not write that down on my it. notes. Um, write that down. Write that down. I'm writing it down. <laughs> Someone's gonna like, clip it. <laughs> write that down. Write that down. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just sitting next to Chris, hands clasped in my lap, and he uh, like I think put his arm on the back of the couch, so technically like around me, and I'm sitting there, stone cold face, staring straight ahead at the TV that's <laughs> playing South Park because I am having so much secondhand embarrassment from this, and I just like kind of like. <laughs> turn my head a little bit in his direction and just kind of gave him a smile and stuff i was like <laughs> you were just laughing at us i really was honestly gotta, and then at some you gotta point leave after, some, you, gotta, you gotta leave some space for jesus <laughs> yo we were sitting close together it's just i was like i'm not about to do that yo i was like i was like on top i was like yo but also, you knew Cinnamon prior to this, where I had never met Chris entirely in my entire life. And also, I was still, like... Well, I didn't know Cinnamon before I fucked Cinnamon. Well, yeah, I was like, Ryan, right? And he's like, no. I'm like, ah. was the other guy? My bad. <laughs> yeah. But, like, prior to this night, because that's how he got his nickname of Cinnamon, because of the that's Cinnamon true. rolls. Mm-hmm. And then I just remember after that, after that like hour and a half of awkwardness it went on for a while an hour and a half like it went on for a while aggressive (laughs) oh yeah it was definitely three episodes of south park and it was just like dry humping and then i'm like all righty we gotta go back well then it was like we're all hungry let's go to dx yes (laughs) at like 2 a.m oh god and i remember walking past um castle and cinnamon and chris were like y'all want to break in and go in the hot tub there i'm like bruh you do know they have cameras are you fucking dumb like and we're gonna get caught and he's like, to. like chris was like no no i've done it before i'm like how how and we didn't end up doing it but it would kind of would have been legendary if we did it would have but yeah then we got cheese sticks and yes yes that was yes. pretty nice and then, um, so, like, my dorm was, like, right across the walkway from where this dining hall was. And so, we split off. Chris walks me back to my, like, outside my dorm. And then Rachel, I think, tries to make sure Cinnamon doesn't end up in a ditch somewhere. And yes. I yeah. take Cinnamon to my apartment or my dorm room and I fuck him on my sweet couch. And yes. then my roommate, wa- my sweet mate walks in, just says, hey, what's up? And I'm just, like, you know like hey and he's like oh hey and i'm like and then she just kind of goes back in it was great and then he told me he loved me and i'm like I, who are you <laughs> i remember that so vividly. oh my god i'm coming, like who are you you coming to class the next day and be like he told me he loved me i was like what where yeah, was i oh when that god. happened yeah i ghosted him so hard and then he fucked some other girl and i was like i'm ready to kill myself yeah. And then I spent like a year <laughs> being upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But I after they we had split off, so Chris walked me back to my dorm. And eventually we did end up kissing. Like we did like a little like goodnight kiss and whatnot. He I gave him my number. Aww. Never heard from him. Never. I didn't expect to. I really didn't. I had no expectations. I was like, you know what? Why not? Why I don't, I don't care. If he texts me, cool. If he doesn't, I don't care. You know what I just remembered? Remember that I think I can think of a date that was slightly worse than that, 
when I set you up with Ricky Bobby and we went to that I had uh, I had the flu oh we my went to a, god we went I totally to a, forgot about that for some reason it made me think about that oh and my right, god yes we went to a play yes. I, so <laughs> oh my oh god, my god. Okay. I tried to set Angie up with my friend we'll call him Ricky Bobby I won't say why, but that's what we call him. But he is a legend. So I tried to set him up, and I wanted to be like a chaperone. Like, we're like fucking like the Duggards or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, she was, though. She Meanwhile, was- <laughs> I had the flu. And so we went to go see this play at where we went to school. It was a terrible play, and it was about like like a concentration camp. No, it was about it was a about- priest that, like, a guy that was going into priesthood, and, like, as a child, a priest, like, molested him or something, and he was having issues. Yes. Do you remember that? Because then yes. he was infatuated with this girl and was like, I can't be infatuated with this girl because yes. of priestly stuff. It's, something- it's very on brand for me. With the- yeah. <laughs> the choice oh, of guys. God. It was awful. And then, like, his brothers died because they fell in, like, a like a machine. And then his mom died of tuberculosis. Meanwhile, I'm dying of, like, COVID, like, 16. And I'm just, like, <laughs> coughing during the entire play. And, like, Ricky Bobby is like, are you good? I'm like, oh, you know, just, like, older or something. So, to give you, con- guys, context. So, like, technically the date was for me and Ricky Bobby. But Rachel came along. I don't think I just wanted to go. And then I was like, hey, Ricky Bobby, there's this sexy little chick who's got, like, a great sense of humor. And I think I remember you exactly telling him that. And then I was so awkward and it was not funny at all. It's because we watched this terrible (laughs) fucking play and it put us in, like, a bad mood. And then I had, like, It was a bad play. It was not good. I mean, it sounds like it was full of death and sorrow. Like, how are you supposed (laughs) to make jokes about... Because, like... I can make jokes about anything, but like if I'm with someone that I just met, I'm not gonna go to that extent. Yeah, yet, you know, because they're not idea. gonna get it. They're not gonna understand that this is just a joke and you're not serious. Yeah, like, some people definitely they're gonna be like, "Man, this is a sarcasm. horrible person." <laughs> oh my yeah. god! But to give you context of, <laughs> so it's not like Rachel sat like two rows behind us or anything. No, no, she sat. It was Rachel, then Ricky Bobby then me <laughs> i was literally texting angie during the play and i'm like <laughs> you should touch his leg and then i was like <laughs> to ricky bobby i'm like you should touch her arm and i'm like <laughs> yeah she was like texting both of us. <laughs> it was awful. i was a terrible friend i really was oh, i fell yeah. down a really bad hole of like lots of drinking and drugs and i'm just like i kind of evolved since like this really terrible friend making terrible decisions for everybody around me and this I was one of them i wouldn't i wasn't a terrible decision because ricky bobby ended up being really nice i mean yes. i think we were both kind of like Maybe we need to do something on our own, but we never ended up doing it. And then we saw him like, what? I remember seeing him like two years later than at a bar. I was like, yes. what? It, it, is that Ricky Bobby? And you're like, yeah. I'm like, holy shit. He's different looking. Oh my oh, God. He was a he nice really guy, but it. it was just, it was not I it. know. <laughs> the first meeting, it just, you can never get that ingrained in my brain but you told me that you're like yo i saw ricky bobby and i'm just like i can only fucking imagine how you guys bonded over my psychosis the trauma 
of like, <laughs> I just don't know really what I was thinking. I think I was you like had- smoking, like the like drinking the crazy Kool Aid. I think you had good intentions, and it just. I think I just wanted everyone to get laid. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, I just wanted to spread I think the you love. Want your you- friends to be happy. Yeah, that's pretty much. I was I think definitely. Wasn't Ricky teaser. Bobby uh, still a virgin at the time? And that was like your main point. Yes. Yeah, yes. I remember that. Because I was trying to get him to lose. It. He wanted me to help him because I was like his wing woman. Yeah. And I thought you guys would have been compatible because you have like this interesting sense of humor, and I thought it would have been good. So it was my goal to help him try to lose his virginity our freshman year, and I did actually help him with that. All right. Just wasn't mm-hmm. me. I, I'm glad I remembered that really terrible date with I all the molesting le- priests. Oh my gosh, I'm glad you brought it up too. I legit didn't even remember that. But it still technically was like a double, like a one and a half date because you were <laughs> I love how all of your worst dates involve me. Not all of them. <laughs> okay, a good half involve- of them. I don't, like, I remember in high school, I went on this one date and Yes, Angie and I are indeed Eskimo sisters, and I will be talking about that one. Uh, what? Yeah, Angie and I are Eskimo sisters. We are. We actually what does that are. Mean? It means that we've both fucked the same dude. Oh, really? Uh-huh. I don't know that's what that meant. And uh-huh. I have the privilege of being the only person with that title. Yes, you are. You are my only friend. I don't know if I should be proud of that, but I'm counting that as being proud of that. (laughs) I consider that. He was cute. So, I mean, I give it a plus. It's not like it's some dingy boy. No, no. (laughs) All right. I'm done. (laughs) Oh, my God. I literally have a a note already. I guess I'll get started. So, I will start with the orgy. So, I did this time. It was prom. It was a magical time. We love prom. It was a beautiful time. I was like that really cool girl who went to prom all four years because I had an old boyfriend. And it was like, I was like that hateful person. And I mean, I had a prom after party at my place. And right, it was kind of like, we were all just like drinking and being cute and like having fun. And then just, we all started just like having sex, like in the same couch. So it was like, and I mean, wait, 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 wait. You had sex on the same couch. Yes. So let me tell you, this is, I'm probably 15. Um, my parents are home. This is their. What? <laughs> what? Yes. Um, my parents, they are lovely creatures. Um, they should have given me up for adoption at age 12 because after that I just kind of went downhill as a child I mean I was I was terrible I was awful and so right they were home I was just jay chilling and I just you know I was like hey this couch seems sexy and everyone it was like two dudes and then we had the whole diversity the whole rainbow was two girls two dudes and then this one guy with like like a micro penis and then it was like me (laughs) you know just getting like finger banged on this like fucking sectional and then like us and the girls we were all just kind of like looking at each other you know like we were like i was holding hands with the lesbian and i was like making eye contact with the gay guy and then like the one girl was just like and i'm bored because like this guy with his tiny little penis i mean it was like tiny it was like it was like a pinky oh i know because i fucked him a little bit later but (laughs) 
<laughs> mostly because I just wanted to see for the real thing. And I was just like, is it really like that? Because I like, it's I was, I was, I was kind of getting fucked and I was like looking out of the corner of my eye because I'm like, is it really that tiny? But I couldn't see. And I'm just like, <sighs> because you know, it's not really- tiny, that's why you couldn't see. <laughs> <laughs> but no. you, had a, you had a hypothesis and you conducted the experiment. <laughs> I did. I conducted my experiment and it was indeed correct. Uh, the yeah, hypothesis so. was correct. So that that started off high school. We high educated people up in the here. We are very highly. We love science. We do the scientific research. <laughs> Absolutely, man was crazy. It was a Wait, weird so experience. I'm still thinking about how your parents were home. Like, did they know that this shit was happening? Like, did they come downstairs? They were like. Does anyone need a condom? <laughs> Eat some snacks or some water to lo- yeah. no. loose? No, they were just asleep, I think. Oh, my God. Did I they mean, find they- out afterwards? No. I mean, my okay. parents, I mean, they definitely knew. My dad walked on me having sex. He walked on me actually losing my virginity. Oh, my God. When I tell you my father did not talk to me for a whole month, it was like, did not speak. Oh my God. Like, I, oh I was God. a phantom. I was Casper the unfriendly slut ghost. <laughs> I was so fucking pissed. Not that I was fucking, but that like I was like there and he like walked in and was just like, my eyes. Mom called me that fish from Yeah, SpongeBob. My eyes. Literally. It's like the one with the leg. My leg. My mom called me giving a blowjob in the kitchen. <laughs> that was really that was really terrible i was was it like some under the table shit no it was it was like by the fridge (laughs) i mean i had this ex-boyfriend he was like he made my libido look like it was low i mean it was constantly like and he just whipped his dick out and i'm like well that looks like a dick to suck (laughs) And, and he reached in for some lunch meat and then he's kind of like, this is my meat. And then my mom walked. Yeah, you reached out for some lunch meat, too. I did. And so, right, then that happened. It was the salami. Like, and then I didn't realize it. And my mom was like, really? I just heard her in the back. And I'm like, this is my worst nightmare. Yes, crying. And then my mom oh my was like, God. you need to leave. And I said, which one of us? And she's like, both of you. <laughs> And then she's like, I'm going to turn my back first. And so then she's like, like I'm going to let you finish, but you yeah. need to leave. <laughs> yeah. And so I came back. She was in the shower. I come in and I say, hey, <laughs> so about that. I'm sorry. And she's like, she was just dead silent, just dead fucking silent. She's like, we're not going to tell your father about this, but I fucking hate you. And I'm like, yes, I, I know. I know. We, we let's just never talk about this again that was a real low point i was that was weird it makes for some great content <laughs> it really does all of my all of my parents trauma i won't even call it my trauma it was just me being a dumb bitch and then my parents just being permanently traumatized by their fuck show of a child all righty i went down that list i'll go to my first girlfriend our first date was awful but yet so magical i kind of had like this weird thing where i'm just like i like women but i'm scared of women because they seem scary and they are scary well at least she was scary she was very scary but she was like this very cute like little chola 
and you know she was like like eight years older than me just like a magical being so our first date it was a bonfire on in a on a on a rock in the middle so i'm from richmond if you're from richmond there's like these like this like bell isle and there's all these rocks on the james river and people they just kind of go into the park at night and they just like camp out on a rock in the middle of the river and they just make a bonfire i see angie's face she looks very confused this is it's weird and so we did that How do you get out to the rock can you take a boat or something no you fucking so you have to go when the tide is low i was gonna say you swim no you kind of like so when the tide is low you can bounce from rock to rock in our logic i'll get to that so we're like i'm like hey you're cute and she's like and I'm like, let's go for a walk. And so then we go for a walk. We're talking. We're vibing. I'm like, God, she's so cute. I want to put her in my pocket like a Tamagotchi. <laughs> and so then we started walking. And then we go into like this bin building. And we see this homeless man. And naturally, I freak out because homeless people slightly freak me out. I'm just afraid of for my safety, especially at like my tender age of 18 in at like midnight in the middle of an abandoned building. I was frightfully scared. Yeah. She knew this homeless man. And I was like, okay. And so then I somehow decide to, you know, smoke drugs with the homeless man. <laughs> so the homeless man, he's like, hey, you want some drogas? And I'm like, you know what? That sounds like a good idea. I'll take your, your strange drugs. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, so we're just getting high yes, with the homeless, homeless man in an abandoned building that I met at this rock <laughs> i will smoke your strange drugs <laughs> so i'm like yes i will smoke your drugs and so i smoke the drugs and i'm like okay and so then we walk some more and then we get in the rocks and see when i told you you have to go when the tide's down the tide had risen so we got stuck on a fucking rock in the middle of the river and i mean this isn't like a river you just walk across it's like a like a rushing river and if you ruck, wash across there's like this fucking funnel and it'll suck you down into like this fucking drain and you just drown. So I'm like, well, I'm gonna die. So we're stuck on this rock for like a couple hours. We have to wait for the tide. To, and then people think we're like missing and shit. It was awful. And then so we had to wait for the tide to go in town. Meanwhile, I told my parents I'm at a sleepover. <laughs> oh my God. I'm like- They think you're at a sleepover, but you're actually smoking <laughs> drugs with a homeless man. Yeah, my mom- stuck was on this rock in the middle of a river. <laughs> I mean, my parents gave me a little too much freedom. They're like, you're an adult. You fuck up on your own time. But yeah. I, I still felt the privilege to lie. And so I was like, they're like, oh, what are you going to do? I'm like, I'm going to go to a sleepover with Mary Sue. And we're going to, like, bake cookies and read our horoscopes. And meanwhile, I'm like, you know, snorting Adderall off a big rock. <laughs> In the middle of a, a rushing <laughs> scary and so then she was how like would you wait quick side note how long would you wait for the tide to go down a couple hours but in the oh meantime, God. we weren't just sitting we were mostly well, first she's like let's do some parkour and i'm like bitch you are four foot eleven what parkour are you doing <laughs> like you're not just gonna fucking hop like spider-man and so we just had to wait it out we tried to so then eventually we decided to I think I did eventually crawl through the water. I found like a shallow part and I, I piggybacked her up. And then I just like, cause she was tiny. So I just kind of waded through and then we climbed a wall. Dude, it was wacky. And so we got back and every, nobody noticed because right, they were all so fucked up. But then my ex-boyfriend showed up. So I'm like, oh, this is great. 
in like the what? meantime so they were all there and they're like eh, hey and they're like Ugh. so and then i got home at like seven in the morning and my mom was like how was mary sue's and i'm like it was great <laughs> made tons of fun fetty cookies oh why are you wet <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it was bad. That whole relationship was really scary. Um, oh my god. Oh my god. I'll talk about this one guy in, in high school. So I was always in this really weird love triangle, and it was kind of like a date, kind of like like a hookup. So I had this friend in high school, and we were like really close friends, and she had a bunch of brothers, and they had friends, and we're all like a big friend group. And so we were drinking one time and we were just kind of hanging out and I was talking to this one guy, but then his friend liked me and I was like, I like everybody, you know, I'm, I just got out of like a relationship and I'm like, I'm horny, please penetrate me. And so then I was drunk. So, yes. So I was, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, okay, so we'll call the one guy that I was supposedly who who liked me and was trying to date me we'll call him rodney and then <laughs> we'll call the guy we'll call this other guy his best friend we'll call him jings so rodney was just like you know we were flirting and talking and stuff and then i go to bed and then all of a sudden james just walks into my room meanwhile i'm sleeping on my best friend's bed she's sleeping with her brother and james just comes in and he's just like, you look pretty. And then he just starts like, we just start like making out. And I'm like, this is weird. This is wrong. And so then we literally like fuck for like eight hours. What? Eight hours. This man oh had God. like this incredible stamina. And I mean, I had to go to work like a 12 hour <laughs> shift. I worked at five guys. It was literally from like 11 to seven. And then I had to work from like 11 to seven. So I was like dead inside. But what made this particularly awful, not that I had sex all over my best friend's bed and that it was also Rodney's best friend was that he was eating me out. And he literally ate me out. Like my clit was a piece of corn on the cob. <laughs> And I didn't really I'm know. I never been. I never been eaten out before. Cause like my other boyfriend, he was like, "Ew, vaginas are gross." Oh. And he was like, "I don't want to get near it." He's like, oh "You might God. make my breath smell. I might need it." Guys are. Played. Guys that are too afraid to do that or just won't do that are the worst guys. He is the worst guy. He's a terrible person, and mm. that explains. That's the first reason why. But I mean, this guy I was like, "Wow, I get to experience something new and great." And then he literally just was like, "No, no, 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 oh, no, no!" Hours. <laughs> and so then, okay, graphic. But my clit got so swollen; it was the size of like, it was the size of like a large green bean. And I had to go to work the next day, and I could barely walk. Oh, my God. such pain. It was like this for, like, a week. And I was so afraid to tell my mother. Eventually, I had to tell my mother. She's like, you're walking really weird. I'm like, Mom. <laughs> and so I told her, and she's like, um. And she's like, um, I, I can't relate to this, but. Um, I, have question. I have a question, then. Um, when he was doing his corn on the cob. Did it feel good or did it just like, did it hurt? Okay, so it went from like, I really didn't know what to expect. I thought this was like, this was it. 
And I'm like, oh, this is going to be it. This is, this is how it feels. Cause I really didn't know that much about it. I didn't know that much about like, right. Oral sex for like, in my terms, I was, I was probably like 17 at the time. Right. So, and right. I had been fucking for four years before I'd never been eaten out. So I was like, this is nice. So it went from like feeling like really good. And then he'd go like, "Ah, and then he would go from like, 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 and then "Ah, so it would, it, it was weird. Did he draw blood? Yes. Oh my god. No <laughs> way. He oh did. my god. He drew blood. I mean for eight oh hours. Like oh, he- I mean it was it was we mixed on and off and shit what? like that. Well you have to or else you'll die. <laughs> oh, I felt like I was gonna die. I was so scared. My mom was just like, just put an ice pack on it. <laughs> She's like, You'll be fine, I promise. It's like the school nurse oh version of put an ice pack on it, but literally oh, she put, just an ice told pack me put an ice pack on it. She's like, It'll go down in a week. I'm like, I don't know. It literally took a week. It was awful. <laughs> so like it was eight hours like did you enjoy it that it was eight hours long because like for me personally if it's more than like if it's more than like 45 minutes I'm like fam like I'm tired you know like I'm just at this point I just want to lay here like Dude, was, was that bad. bad too it was it was like enjoyable and then it like wasn't and I'm just like what is happening I just think I was just like so lonely and I just wanted like just like touched and I'm just like I mean, we, like, mixed in some other things, but it was, like, it was, like, eight hours of just, like, constant, just, like, sexual stimulation. And, I mean, it flew by surprisingly fast. Wow. It really did. I think we took, like, a pee break, and then we took, like, like a smoke break, and then I think that was about it. It was, it was pretty wow. intense. But, yeah, um, yeah, my, my clit almost got gnawed off like a fucking beaver. It was scary. <laughs> No pun intended. Dude, it was frightening. <laughs> I thought I was going to fall off. She scared me. She gave me a real scare there. Yeah. Did you like that one, Hannah? Yeah, I did. <laughs> well, meanwhile, me and, um, me and James, we decided to on and off flirt and slash. So he had another girlfriend and I hated her. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to fuck your boyfriend. But I made sure I did it like after they'd broken up just to make her really upset because i knew they weren't gonna last because right he was trying to fuck me i'm like no i don't do that and so right after he'd broken up with her we started like kind of going on and off dating and he no longer was biting my clit but i mean the sex was kind of mad was boring i'm like eh, i'm tired but i remember one time it was like the first time we were um hooking up and i was you know we were like edging each other and shit like that and he's like i want you to dress up like a prostitute and like stand on the corner and wait for me. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> yo. It was, and so this was literally, I was a freshman in the dorm, and this is James, and it's probably been two years since we fucked. And I was like, okay, this will be interesting. So then I wear a lace bra, thigh highs, I wear some garters and booty shorts, and a big furry coat. Oh my God, I know this look. Only I know it with a blazer. Mm hmm. Yep, you know with the blazer. You know professional slut. I know this look. Yep. Yes. And so I do this and I stand on a corner and I wait for him. And then I just see a massive group of people that I know and then a fucking professor drive by and just see (laughs) me. And they're like, hey, Rachel. And I'm like, who? I am Esmeralda. I had to do this whole thing like he literally acted like i was a prostitute he's like how much would it cost and i said too much baby and it was like it was, it was the whole thing it was very weird 
It wasn't even like cute, oh like pretty God. woman type. No, it wasn't even cute, like pretty woman. It was gross. Oh, and now he oh looks like, like a forty-year-old divorcee. Mm. Ooh, speaking oh, of forty-year-old divorcees, I have a great oh, my God. date. Hell yeah! One guy. I think this was. I don't know when this was. This was like in my gap year, I think. So like in that weird limbo stage. He had like a. He went to my high school. He was my lab partner. We'll call him Mike. So Mike was like my lab partner and he slid into my DMs. And so I would just write him word documents of just like sex and shit like that. He was really into that. So I'd write him like big chapters and shit. And so then we, we went out to pizza and then we like fucked and stuff. But he was like, it was an awful date because the sex was just really fucking scary. It was like weirdly uncomfortably kinky. Like I'm pretty open and accepting, but it kind of got me in a place that made me feel uncomfortable. First off, he stuck a dirty, a dirty sock in my mouth. Ew. Yeah, he stuck a dirty sock in my mouth. Um, he had dirty clothes everywhere, and he didn't want to be like like a professional person. He wanted to like tie me up with like dirty underwear and like shove shit in my mouth. And I'm like, this is weird. I don't want to smell your nasty socks. No. But I think the thing that made it particularly strange was he wanted he called me mommy. Oof. And he's like, how does that feel, mommy? And I'm like, it feels dry because I'm not wet anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and I literally uninserted myself and I was like what and he's like I'm sorry me and my mother aren't that close and I'm like oh my like, god that's weird so, oh so my I god. uninserted myself and I'm like do we need to have like an actual conversation I mean I know we haven't talked in like four years since chemistry but like are you okay this man needs therapy that's what I was gonna say he don't need you he needs a therapist yo and then I used <laughs> to fuck him at like my old pool so like and then i would like ask him about it like it would always be like really weird shit like that like it'd be like cool and like normal and then it'd get kinky and then he'd be like what did i do mom and i'm like okay we need to like take a time out you can't why yeah like i can handle like i can handle it for like you know if someone's like that every once in a while but if it's like 24 7 like five seconds it's just annoying yeah it's just like shut up like Come five on. seconds no yeah I mean, right no it was too much and then speaking of military men i'm just using every man as like a like a like a segue there was this one guy our first date and our only date was oh and then the military man uh he was the one who was like have my republican babies or leave and i said bye and he got married the next week and i'm like okay yeah no. he did Yep. And another guy that happened to me too, a guy that I was dating. And I said, Yeah, go back to your bitch. And then he married her. And I'm like, and then he got her pregnant. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? They're taking your advice. So I mean, I guess you can't really fault that. I guess I can. I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't think you would do this. But there was this military man, and we went for like a coffee date, and it went really well. And I'm like, You're cute. He went to school with like my ex-boyfriend, and I was like, Oh, you're a ginger. I love gingers. And so we went to like on a coffee date and he's like, I need help picking out a present for my mom. And we went to Target and then we crawled in like those little tents and then we just ended up like fucking in a tent in Target. <laughs> oh my God. No way. Weird. Yes. Wild. Dude, it was, it was weird. I was in, I was a weird, weird little person. Is, is, are you okay? No Angie? <laughs> Angie looks like she's choking. <laughs> I feel like I need to give her the virtual Heimlich. 
It's just because I expect no less than that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just thinking like how you see all these things on the internet about like, hey babe, you want to go to Target? You want to like and like couples be like, you want to go to Target? And they're like, and it's like girls that are obsessed with Target and all that shit, like on TikTok and all that. And they're like, it's a funny thing, but like Rachel's like, yeah, fuck the guy in Target in one of those little um. Yeah. Uh, Native American tents for the kids. Literally, I think it was one of those Coleman tents, though. Uh, oh, so like an incredible. Uh huh. Oh my god, that's even better because there's more room. I didn't even think we actually fucked. I think I blew him. That's it. I blew him in the tent, and then he just came, just oh. like that, because well, that was easy. Magical unicorn of a blowjob. <laughs> yeah. And he's oh, like, whoa. whoa. Yeah. So that's what it was. But I mean, still sexual foreplay in a Target. And I also had <laughs> sex with a guy in a Cheesecake Factory. Oh my God, I love that place. What? Yeah, oh, actually outside of Cheesecake Factory. Like in the park, in the handicapped parking spot right next to Cheesecake. Like in the car? Yes. It was like, <laughs> it was like noon. No, just in the parking spot, Hannah. There was no car. It was just in the parking spot. Just in the spot, yeah. No, it was some guy you that I went to the middle and school with. You bought the tent from Target and took the <laughs> yeah. you want. And you hung the handicap symbol outside the tent or on his dick. And Dude, that's how you know it was taken. And this man, we went to middle school together in elementary school, and he had, like, this glow up. Like, he looked like Napoleon Dynamite. And then he got, like, really hot. And I was like, yo, I need that. <laughs> And then everyone, and like every like a couple months, he'll text me and he'll be like, "Yo, remember that cheesecake factory fuck?" And I'm just like, "Um, I have not forgotten." So and, yeah. And now we won't forget. It'll ever be immortalized on this podcast. I'm so excited. I yeah. hope, hope my employers get to hear this. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. I live in my truth, as my gynecologists say. You're a whore. Ooh, I'll talk about. Angie and I being Eskimo sisters. Oh, yeah. I don't know the story. This is a great story. So, I mean, I I fucked the dude before Angie fucked the dude. <clears throat> yeah, we'll, call, we'll call him Dickie. <laughs> okay. Angie knows why we call him Dickie. We'll call him Ranger Dick. And if he ever listens to this podcast, oh boy, he'll know who he is. Because I've called him this before. <laughs> Ranger Dick, if you're listening, you sweat like a water buffalo. <laughs> but I love you, motherfucker. So, <laughs> Ranger Dick. I used to know Ranger Dick's brother in high school. Wow, that got really country. I'm getting yeah, really in high drunk school right now. down yonder. <laughs> I'm not that country. I'm just kind of drunk. So right, raise your dick and uh, there's only there's only room for one country person on this podcast. And that's right. me. Right, right, right. Through us city slickers. So right, Ranger Dick and I, folk. <laughs> we used to go to high school together, and then we reconnected in college because we were on the same sports team, uh, our same co-ed sports team. And we've talked about this before, listeners. It's Clay Target, by the way. Yes, we did. I am a clay target shooter. I am full of rednecks. They are enjoyable. Because we, when we talked about drunken nights, we, <laughs> I talked about clay target parties that we went to. Ah, uh, yes, clay target is full mm-hmm. of bad decisions, of course, but I love them nevertheless. Yeah. Oh, so right. He made his own moonshine in a crock pot. And so, <laughs> what 
that was crock like his pot. thing. He made crockpot moonshine. So I was like, oh, baby, you should bring me some of that crockpot moonshine. I get out of class at three. So we started a date. for more recipes. <laughs> <laughs> Pin it on your Pinterest board. <laughs> so he, he brought me some crockpot moonshine, and I was happy as a clam. And I lived in the dorm still at the time. We're still in dorm life where Rachel was at her wackiest. <laughs> So he comes over, we're day drinking, it's probably hour six of day drinking, and he just kind of looks at me, and he's like, are you feeling this? And I'm like, yeah. And so then we start kind of going at it and shit like that. And, you know, it was interesting, it was cute, I, I think maybe he was a virgin, I don't know, maybe he had sex with like one person before. I remember he tried to give me, he, I had to blow him with like a fire and ice condom, and it felt like my mouth was like being burned with dry ice. It was absolutely horrific. Cause I was just kind of, like, I don't even know what that is. It's like this, like, it's supposed to have like this, like fiery and like icy sensation. Like, so it's mm-hmm. supposed to be, like really good for the man, really good for the woman, but it kind of just feels like you like put like a, like a Mentos and a Pepsi and then put it on your vagina. And it's just an awful sensation. It's like, it like, mm, like an icy hot patch for yes. sore skin. Yes. It's like an icy hot patch. Oh my god! Put it on a condom. And then, oh. right. He was like. I can only blow with a condom. And I'm like, nee, nee, nee. and so then I'm like, well, my mouth is on fire. So then he's like, it's okay. I got flavored condoms. Would you like watermelon, peach, or strawberry? I got the options. He brought the whole buffet. He brought the whole buffet. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I chose strawberry. It was quite good, but it, right, it tasted like a latexy strawberry. And the man fucking sweat. I mean, it was like pooling. It was like I was taking a shower. I don't know if Angie still had the same experience. It was a little bit different in our times. Um, I don't know. Maybe he kind of built up some resistance, some endurance. But, I mean, the sweat was just pouring. I was, like, wiping it off of me. And I'm like, God. And then my roommate walks in. (laughs) They always do. (laughs) My roommate. God bless him, Jude. I love him. If he listens to this, I love you. And I'm sorry for being such a piece of shit. You You deserve a reparation for me being a terrible person for like the two years we lived together so right he walks in and he's like uh i texted you and i'm like uh i'm a little busy right now and so then (laughs) ranger dick he was like okay so he gets up dick hard puts on his cowboy boots and he's like i'll give you this moonshine if you give me a half an hour and so my roommate jude literally took it and is like i'll give you 45 and so then he ranger dick finishes up and i mean he wears his boxers out and his t-shirt no pants and cowboy boots and that's how he leaves and then jude is fucking hammered Jude drank all the moonshine in the time that we were finishing up oh my god and you know, just here's like the, just like that. I think right. Everyone just kind of thought that I was like a beatboxer because I just was banging on my walls constantly. <laughs> yes, pretty uh, much. I was a loud one. I still am a loud one, but it's okay. Right. And so then Jude tries to fuck Ranger Dick. <laughs> what he was like? He's like, you want to drink with me? So then Ranger Dick is like, well, all right, and. 
ranger dick and then jude were drinking for a little bit and i'm like what the fuck is happening here and then i think they're gonna start fucking but then they don't and then that was pretty much the end of it just jude trying to fuck ranger dick and then just getting sweated on (laughs) i don't know if angie but i remember i was definitely trying to hook angie up with ranger dick because i thought it would just be like i'm like yo i want this give me this angie give me this well what happened was I realized at the time Ranger Dick and I matched on Bumble, and then oh yes, that's how I had no idea. There was no prior Ranger like Dick. knowledge of this until um, until I said something, and like he said something, and I was like, "Are you talking about Clay Target?" And then I and then he's like, "Yeah," and he's like, "How did you know?" I was like, "Do you know Rachel?" And he's like, "Yeah, I know her." I was like. She's my best friend. <laughs> and that's how we got and started talking. And like that's how we knew. And then I came to Rachel. I was like, do you know this person? She's like, yeah, I did this. This I was like, oh my God. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, my experience was definitely a lot different. Because um, I remember it was after we sang karaoke. We sang the Billy Ocean Caribbean Queen karaoke. And we were blacked <laughs> out. And yeah, he we were back because he was a bartender and he was the only person that was still sober and able to drive us. <laughs> yeah, he gave us a ride back, dropped you off at your place, and then and dropped me off. And I was like, Do you want to come in? And he's like, Yeah, but I need to. I promised these people I'd also drive them home. I was like, He was DD and Clay Target. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is really nice. And so I was like, He's like, Will you wait up for me? I was like, I'll try. And he's like, Don't fall asleep. I'm like, I'll try. And it took kind of a little bit. It took maybe like 30, almost 40 minutes before he came back. I was almost asleep by the time he like said he was back. Comes in and uh, then we start going at it. And it was so fast. There was definitely no sweat. It was very quick. He came just in and out yeah and you scolded me the next day for this but oh, I, did. I, I did. pretended that i also came because then oh, i've done that several doing... times yeah and like that's why i'm like i've never like really experienced an orgasm is because he came and then so that was the end of that and then he asks me i was like uh and then he started doing something down there with his hand and then the sound effect is what got me i was like it It was like i don't even know he just like started doing like (laughs) let you know that angie is waving her hand back and forth those clappers that you get at the baseball stadium that like you wave them together and they all clap that's what doing. <laughs> she's doing that with her finger like yes he took one finger and was just like back and forth rapidly and i'm like and okay, I, just, I, couldn't, I couldn't take the sound anymore so i was like oh yeah 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 it happened and he was like okay and then he's like i'm gonna go wash my dick off and i was like just laid there in bed like no god I, I i can't and then he was nice and stuck around and was like he was showing me stuff like embarrassing stuff on his phone of him drunk and whatnot so that was nice and then he was like he was like raise your dick yeah and then it was like he, he gave me a kiss good night and was up and he's like i had a lot of fun i was like i'm glad you did but um <laughs> okay can we just talk about how every guy when they use their hand it just they just act like they're like 
trying to scratch an itch like really hard yes it's like like we have there's a certain spot inside us and you just gotta stroke it like a cat and that's all you gotta do don't do that other shit our vulva is not the same thing no and like that's what he was trying to do and i was like that's what like got me i was like no and like and it's even my body i'm like Right, that no, 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 no. I was like, this just has to stop, and that's why I was oh like, yeah, God. yeah. But I will ha- say, yeah, like, like a- it just had to stop. It was too. I, I was getting like secondhand embarrassment from him trying to do that, and it was me. <laughs> I, I was like, no, 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 and we didn't do anything after that because I was like, nothing's gonna change. So, no. Well, like I said before, you know, like even if you tell the guy, like, okay, like I don't like that. Do it this way. They do it that way for like. A minute maybe and then they just go right back to it back yeah. to what they were doing before maybe i should have said something but i was just like frightened by the noise just need to have a ted talk about <laughs> the clitoris it really though the yeah. clitoris but we'll say vaginas are kind of scary i mean right i remember the first time i went down on a girl and i like looked down there and i was like i'm lost <laughs> what the fuck is this i not my own person map. I need a Lewis and Clark guide. Yeah. I was, I, was freaked out. I need <laughs> I was freaked out. And I'm like, well, I mean, she's waiting. I gotta kinda I guess I'll just kind of tickle her until, you know, I figure out what the fuck I'm doing. Okay. Um, but like I have to tell you, Rachel, um, come later with after Ranger Dick like left and everything, and after like so many months, I come to find out from Claire that he at that time had a crush on me and i didn't know that yes he did Wait, this did guy? you know that i did know that what that's why i was trying to get you to fuck ranger dick because i knew he had a crush on you why because you, you would come i, I tried had no to idea i did i think you were drunk no i wasn't i said this he is... likes you this is north carolina guy yes no. that's the same person is it oh. lives in north carolina now he does live in north carolina now yeah yeah oh listen to our first podcast because i talk about (laughs) yes we love it all comes full circle i don't really called him in the first podcast i don't remember either it doesn't matter Mm. but no yeah ranger dick yeah he did have a i he might uh, i don't know i mean right he definitely had a crush on you and he liked you that's why i was trying to get you to kind of you know why no one tell me why no one fucking tell me i had no idea i had a lot of rails from tots i was blacked i was on my own but not, but not even that in the specific night just in general well i can tell one more story i can tell about the cowboy from texas just because okay. it's one of angie's personal favorites and it's not like a it's more cringy than anything and that's why i like i it. love cringy ones love it's very cringy, cringy. On. it's, it's very cringy it's this one and but anyway <laughs> we'll talk about texas so i was slightly good enough to go and compete at the national level for my team at clay target so we go there and there are these and i mean people who go to this competition it's not just like me where i like show up and i kind of shoot okay i mean these people were like really great and had trained their whole life to kind of become part of this at like a collegiate level so i go there with my team we stay at la quinta shit's popping we're drunk i piss in a drawer (laughs) i it was 
Angie remembers this. She's like, because I love the story every time. She does. I I wanted to tell her because she does personally love this story. It's so good. There was these groups from Mizzou, which is um in Texas. I don't know too much about it, but it's in Texas. And one of them was sponsored by this really famous uh, shotgun company. And he was an amazing shooter. And I, I honestly really liked him. And I thought he was like a great person. And I kind of idled his shooting. And so he was staying at a hotel and he had moonshine. And moonshine is a way to my vagina tingles. It makes my lids <laughs> quiver. It makes me wet. I love moonshine, especially the apple pie moonshine. It really gets me wet. And so he's like, I have apple pie moonshine in a big pickup. And I'm like, say no more, daddy. <laughs> so then he, we're like, we have to continue our love in secret. Uh, so he's like, well, hit me up. Message me on Facebook. And I'm like, who does this? I mean, is this 2005? So I do that anyway. I don't know. He had all this crazy shit. And so then we decide to meet up. And so he's like, oh, well, I have a trailer that I keep on the on the premise where we shoot because where we competed at it was like a big park and you could rent rvs and you could put your rvs there and i knew he was pretty rich i mean he said he came from oil and he was sponsored by Mm. like he had like this like thirty thousand dollar shotgun and he was sponsored by like this really amazing brand so i knew he had a fuck ton of money so he said he had a trailer out there and we could you know fuck and i was like okay sounds cool i mean in hindsight this was dangerous because this was a man i had never met Oh, I only met mm. once and didn't know anything about And I got in a car with him and I went to a fucking trailer with him in the dark. And I mean, bad fucking idea. Don't do this at home, kids. But hindsight's twenty twenty, And I mean, it was a great fucking experience. So we go to this trailer <laughs> on this beautiful premises where we shoot and compete at. It's dark. Nobody's there. We go to this trailer. It's like a thousand square feet. It's nicer than my apartment. I live in 700 right now. It's got two stories. It has a full kitchen, a bar, and I'm like, it's got granite. There's fucking hardwood. There's like a, like a jacuzzi. I'm like, where the fuck am I? It's amazing. It's, it's nicer than probably anything I'll ever own. And so mm-hmm. I'm just like, what the fuck? So then we start kind of going at it and shit like that. We go into like the West Wing of his trailer and it's like great. And he's like a real cowboy, like real thick and chunky and cute with like a hat. And I'm like, Argh. So it's magical. And so then we start kind of doing things. And then he whips it out. And he's really into anal. And we so we did some, we had some great sex. He was a phenomenal guy. I continued to kind of fool around with him every time I went back to Texas until I got a boyfriend. But until then, right, it was great. And so then he whips it out. And I'm just like, oh, fuck. I mean, the man had a big dick. I was like, damn, it was probably 10. And he's like, well, you know what they say, baby. Everything's bigger in Texas. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> and that was fucking, yeah. And he I remember. A big belt buckle. Oh, he had a big fucking belt buckle that he won. Oh, fuck yeah. Daddy owned an oil <laughs> ranch. He loved cattle. Oh my God. Oh my God. And it was oh, like, yeah. cowboy has say to no have more. Like, a tiny little bit of like the <laughs> band around it, and, like a little bit of feather that stuck out the side. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> and I remember. Cause he came to my hotel room the next day and we were fucking. And then our president of the, of the club walked in on us fucking on the sink. And he was like, (laughs) he's like horrified as if it was like, like a priest or something. He's like, what (laughs) interrogation? Right. He's like, what is (laughs) Jesh? He was livid. 
I don't know why he was what like, in the Sam hell is happening here? <laughs> it was wild. It was crazy. Oh my god, it was awful. But it's just such a great cringeworthy story, you I know, just it. because of that line. I love it so much. And it'll live with me forever. And <laughs> he's fucking he's his name. We call him Dirty Dan. Yep. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and who you call him pinhead <laughs> <laughs> and that's all folks oh my god i know what a wild and crazy ride i know what a thrilling and enthralling podcast <laughs> it is wild i didn't even get a chance to talk about my threesome relationship i had Worth. All right, guys, that was all for our awful date and hookup stories. Hope you guys enjoyed listening to this disaster. And maybe you <laughs> learned something in the process of what to do and what not to do. And also what the clitoris is. That's very important. It is not <laughs> horn on the cob. Three, our 3% of listeners that are male. 3%. Yeah, we have 3% of our listeners are male. You guys take notes. Yes. If you're yeah. not gay, if you're straight, if you're gay, then this doesn't apply to you. Yes. Well, don't bite anything. That's not helpful. Yeah. It, Make cinnamon rolls. Tons of cinnamon rolls. Tons of cinnamon rolls. Buy bagels. Yes. Lots of bagels. Cinnamon you know, rolls. Mm-hmm. Food. Maybe a, heart. maybe a pre-coffee date. That's all you need. Doesn't even have to be a full meal. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Before you fucking target yeah and yes you were the full meal (laughs) yeah we ain't no snacks on here we're the whole damn meal oh my god Mm -hmm. well thank you for having me guys this has been yeah thanks rachel thank you for the fun back on thank you everyone for listening we really again appreciate you guys listening to our craziness and just rambling on but we think it's fun and i think we think that you think it's fun if that made any sense. <laughs> Hopefully. You <laughs> <laughs> probably did it. We hope that you do. Oh my god. Yeah, we upload every Sunday, so make sure you guys are tuning in every Sunday. And we appreciate you, and we love you, and goodbye. Yes, and don't forget Twitter. We have one, at two non-experts. Become our fourth oh, yeah. and fifth followers we're trying to hit five people five followers. we're trying to hit five by next week yeah come on people five just two Miles more steps. we just need two we need two lucky volunteers from the audience yes and also tell your friends about this podcast because we think it's pretty great and if you're listening this far you probably think it's pretty great too so tell people about it advertise for us because we're not very good at it but <laughs> no we're trying we're we not. only have three followers All right. <laughs> listen to it in the car play it as background music while you fuck yeah exactly. yes all right guys thank you again and bye bye bye